From SAP, this is Insights Matter, the show that brings you interviews with industry experts on trending topics that matter most to small and mid-sized businesses. Welcome to our program today. We're talking with Ray Boggs, a VP of SMB Research at IDC. This is part two of our chat with him about using cloud capabilities for competitive advantage. Ray, how are you doing today? Doing great. How about yourself, Ursula? I'm doing great too, and uh, it's always nice when the weather is good. Um, I'm live streaming from my home base in Silicon Valley. How about yourself? So I'm uh, in our corporate headquarters outside Boston in Framingham, Massachusetts. Very good. So Ray, you know, part one, we were talking about, you know, just the cloud in general and looking at, you know, what's transforming businesses today. And we talked a little bit about that and then kind of our SMB priorities for the next 12 years, 12 years, 12 months. Uh, today, I'd like to focus on, you know, really exploring the small and mid-size, like defining that and um, talking about the differences between these two audiences and using the cloud. So can you first start off by defining what is the difference between a small and mid-sized business? So at IDC, we'll use definitions that really rely on number of employees, but there are any number of other metrics that you can use like revenue or IT spending. Uh, there's, there's some folks that like number of PCs or if you're a telephone company, the monthly you know, spending associated with, with phone service. But employee count is a, a, a very nice surrogate for, for all of these because they all it, it ties very nicely uh, without regard. And it also maps well to, to US government and even global statistics about how many firms there are and what their profile looks like by industry and, and, you know, and so on. And for us, small business is, and, and in fact, the Small Business Administration has a slightly different definition than, than we'll use because they, they'll vary it by industry. But we like under 100 employees for small and then 100 up to 1,000 for midsize. And that's roughly equivalent to going from under 10 million for small, $10 million in revenue annually, upwards of 100 million for, for, for midsize. And some guys like to go to a billion for, for midsize. It's like, ah, a billion, is, that's, that's kind of, that's a big company. If you're at 950 million, you're doing okay. Um, and that's probably a 5,000 to up to 10,000 employee firm. But what, what's interesting is when, and we've been doing this for a while, there used to be a very clear sort of transition after you crossed 100 employees. A lot of things began to change. That transition now is more like 50 employees. So we'll do, we'll do subsets within the small business space and the 50 to 99 folk actually have more in common with the 100 up to 1,000 folk than the, than the smaller ones. For example, the majority of firms, once they cross 50 employees, have full-time IT staff and higher levels of IT spending are associated with that, greater sophistication. And back in the day, that also used to be where you'd have a server-based local area network. That now is the majority of firms with 20 employees, even down to 10 employees are, are so engaged. So there's been kind of a, a democratization of technology use, independent of whether you have full-time IT staff or not to take care of it. And cloud is, is, is an important part of that in terms of ease of use, ease of deployment, ease of acquisition. Yeah, and I think the one thing is for our audience, you know, sometimes they'll be like, um, I don't, I don't categorize myself into small and mid-sized. I'm just a business that's trying to get, you know, work done. And so, you know, in that respect, um, how does the cloud adoption and use of applications differ between the two audiences there? And, and it used to be that you really only would see the majority of firms with cloud engagement once they crossed 100 or once they crossed 50. And now it's true everywhere. So even down to firms with under five employees, the majority will have at least one cloud application. So there, there's really 
not quite universal because it's still it's still like 55 60 percent of of the smallest firms having cloud engagement but once you cross 100 employees or even 50 it's like 90 95 percent of firms have cloud so that's really it's really the rule it's not the exception in terms of cloud engagement and that's so dramatically different than you know even three years ago in terms of cloud, and, cloud and cloud adoption depending on how quickly a company is growing Oh, it's interesting. So you would think that there's an association between faster growing firms and cloud use. And there is, you know, there's a, you know, if we look at how to, how to fast growing firms behave, their investment in technology, the, the, the level of deployment of different, different capabilities across the whole technology range, you know, there's a, there's a clear association. But the question is, am I faster growing because I'm using the cloud or do I have to use the cloud because I'm faster growing? And the answer is, it's a little bit of both. It's like, oh, I'm, we're outrunning our capabilities. How do we add more capabilities? Oh, let's add cloud. And guess what? Oh, now we're growing even faster because we have more resources and we're even more productive. Oh. So as you, you get into this nice kind of virtuous kind of cycle of positive reinforcement. And it kind of works the other way if you're like, you know, kind of glum and say, um, I hate technology, I'm not gonna invest in it. And it's like, now you're less efficient and now we're not making as much money and now we have no money for budget. You know, you're, you're sort of in like, not such a good spiral. Now, can you, you just mentioned cloud capabilities. And I think that'd be a good uh, point to make here that cloud is not just about storage, it's also about cloud apps. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yep, exactly. So if I were to go back five years ago, you know, seven years ago, to what are the applications that people are turning to cloud for, it would really be kind of external to really the core operations of a company. So it would be like on hosted email, or maybe storage, or you know, maybe looking at, at web hosting, and th things like that. Uh, but now we've got really critical apps, whether it be financials or ERP, or really critical operational kinds of resources that you use. And there still may be some things that you're doing on-premise. There may be some sensitivity or some legal obligations to, to keep your arms around certain you know, data or, 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 or critical capabilities. But by and large, it's kind of open season in terms of well, what should go on the cloud or what should stay on-prem. And the idea of, well, who needs to use the data? It, and so it's, it's less a matter of, you know, we need to get a cloud app as, well, we need to get an app should it be cloud or should it be on-premises? And that, that's sort of an, an interesting and different kind of decision that people have to face. You know, a side note, I used to work at Adobe Systems and their whole model changed just when they went cloud because you used to buy the big product, the Photoshop product, and you install it. And now it's all subscription-based and it's totally changed their whole business model as a company, but also for their customers right now. And so it's very interesting kind of make the analogy there that you have these smaller mid-sized businesses and they can go all in the cloud with Adobe products if they're using that for, let's say their graphic design or whatever. It's, it's fascinating to see how that's changed so quickly in the last three to five years. Exactly, and the analogy would be the music industry. Whereas, you know, it used to be you would have your record collection or your collection of CDs and you'd be curating it and what am I gonna take on my trip and so on. And now it's like, no, I just download wherever I need, whenever I need it. And essentially everything is cloud-based. And now my record library is arguably infinite. In terms of how I thought you were gonna talk about an eight track going way back. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So you mentioned cloud apps. What are the top ones that SMBs are using? Well, it's interesting because because email is still you know, a really critical application, but there's so much else that has really kind of moved in and 
be, really become very important for folks. And something that was sort of a surprise in a recent survey that we did was file sync and share. So looking at sort of a security on top of storage as far as capabilities go. And in some respects, the whole security and has always been kind of, that's the concern or what we would ask folks, well, if you're not using the cloud, how come? And it would always be, oh man, it's, it's, just, it's a security thing. It's like, I worry. But there's so much happening as far as, you know, security breaches among, you know, everybody. And, and so it's like, am I going to have the security that it, within my organization that's going to be the equal of somebody who's got, you know, cloud-based cloud storage and security capabilities in place? And it's like, no, I can't, I can't even come close to what they're able to do. So the, the, the willingness to, to sort of put your own sensitive information in the cloud is, is much greater today than it ever was. And that has a, a, a really big difference in terms of even things like credit card processing and e-commerce capabilities are now moving to cloud. And again, five years ago, that would never be the case. Analogous to, you know, gee, I worry about, you know, online shopping or, or sharing information or sharing a credit card online to, to order online. And now it's like, that's like not a problem. You know, everybody does it just because of the, the convenience. Now, Ray, myself living in Silicon Valley, we always think that we're the center of the universe here. But let's talk about the regions. Um, you know, what factors are helping uh, sway SMBs um, in the area of using cloud? And, it, and it's interesting because when we looked internationally at, you know, what are the, what's cloud adoption look like among small and mid-sized firms around the world, there are surprisingly similar attitudes uh, as far as what's exciting and what's less exciting. But there's some real constraints and cloud adoption isn't as great, you know, outside of the U.S. and Western Europe. But interest in cloud is even greater in, say, India, China, Brazil. Sure. And, and part of it is because of, you know, constrained resources. Folks have more limited budget. But it's still, adoption may be a little bit less than in the United States, not so much because of, you know, lack of interest, but because of infrastructure issues. Like, is there reliable broadband? Or even is there reliable power, you know, 24-7? So I may not have the, you know, the, 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 the basic fundamentals that, we in the United States or in, in Western Europe or in Brazil for that matter, or you know, what might be used to. Um, the paradox though is that in Japan, they're a little more cautious about cloud engagement. And that wouldn't be so much driven by infrastructure issues because they're they're in fine shape. But just the the, the tra traditions there are a little, you know, a, a little slower to move forward in terms of capabilities. I think perhaps tied to the fact that even small businesses are doing business with larger companies. And so it's only when the, everybody begins to move to the cloud or to a, to a specific approach, you know, when everybody in my supply chain is expecting cloud orders or, you know, online kinds of support as far as what, what they're up to, and even my customers, it's only at that point that I'm going to, you know, move forward very quickly. And that's actually a very Japanese tradition of consensus building. You know, when everybody's agreeing, bang, away we go. And so I would, I would expect them to be catching up pretty quickly. But I think, I mean, you make a very good point there that with some of these small businesses, you're talking about ones that might be like under 100 employees, 10 million in revenue, they're going to be growing and they might have to then start, you know, working with um, companies that are abroad. And if they're already in the cloud, it's going to make it that much easier. Uh, to be working with them. Exactly right. So if you think about the your ability, just think about in customer engagement. If I'm selling online, I'm no longer constrained by, you know, by atoms. It's really electrons. So I can I can send the word out electronically. I can engage with customers electronically. And maybe only in the final stage, actually get 
get Adam ship because I'm delivering my product. But my whole relationship, separate from, from that final execution, is really driven by online engagement, in effect. So you have great insights here, and I think our audience is going to be convinced that they need to look into the cloud. What um, advice do you have about cloud implementation? So probably the easiest answer is to is to jump in. So you know the analysis paralysis you know issue is one where you know you you pro you may already be moving forward in the cloud and not be aware of it. In fact, one of our early surveys, we were asking people if they had cloud engagement, and they were saying, "No, we don't do anything in the cloud." And then later on in the same survey, we asked about storage, and we said, "Oh yeah, we have Mosi, we have this or that, we have we have this online storage capability." And so it was the sort of thing that you may be engaged with the cloud and not even know it if you if you think about it. But talk to some of your staff, uh, especially younger millennials who may be using cloud-based applications already. So you may, you may want to start with just doing a census of, you know, who's got what applications? What are you running independently? There may be, you know, sort of unsanctioned or shadow IT, you know, kinds of things that are helping your business that you may not be aware of. I may not have a formal bring your own device sort of policy in place, but I may be helping folks out to do their jobs independently without really knowing it and sort of understanding where are we so do the audit see what kind of cloud capabilities you may actually be having and then think about well where what do i need to do first in terms of just applications in general in other words don't start by saying where how do i start with the cloud start by saying what do i really need to do and then when you find out well here's the critical application oh man we really need to do something with erp we need to coordinate then the question becomes, well, should we have it on-premises or should we have a cloud-based solution? And that's what's been very interesting to see the growing interest in using cloud as here's how I want to deploy. But at the same time, there's a growing group of folks, small and mid-sized firms, but especially small, that say, you know, I'm, maybe it's cloud, maybe it's on-premise. I'm not sure. I want to take a look at both, make the argument, you know, tell me about what the benefits are for either approach. And so it's really starting with that, that clean sheet of paper. And that's one of the virtues that a small business has, especially, where if I don't have this huge kind of installed base of stuff that I have to deal with, but if I'm starting fresh with a new area in, in exploring and sort of new applications, then I can consider, so where might a cloud solution work best? And the idea that I don't have to make a big upfront investment, easy to deploy, get going in a matter of weeks and not months, you know, buying standardized product, that's, that's very compelling. And something that we'll always advise folks is pay attention to what you're hearing from the technology supplier, whether it be a channel partner or the, or, or the vendor, you know, there may be ways of doing your business that you're so familiar with. Even if you've been in business for a while, there may be, you know, new insights, you know, think of things like business analytics, which smaller firms are just getting started on. There may be measures that can really be valuable for you to know about. Yeah, you know who your biggest customer is and so on, you know what the, what the you know, aging of receivables look like. Who's your most profitable customer? Who's the guy who always reorders, always pays on time, buys standard product, doesn't beat you up for discounts? He's your jewel, and if you're not taking care of him, that's, that's not a good thing. And like, here's an opportunity to learn more about a customer, and there are cloud-based solutions from an analytics standpoint that can get you to those kinds of answers that you may not even be aware that those are questions you should be asking. And that's the kind of the beauty of cloud and the vendors, the number of different vendors with different solutions that are taking different approaches. It's like there's a host of new kinds of insights you can get to sharpen your business practice, and cloud can help you get there.
Right. Very well said. And I think we'll have to bring you back for another show to talk about just the whole analytics side of things mm -hmm. uh, with small and mid-sized, because I think that's a definite area that um, these kind of companies need to look into. But Ray, thank you so much for our chat today. Um, we were talking about using cloud capabilities for competitive advantage. We'll put the link here below that you can go and read more about this. But Ray, thank you for joining us. Right. My pleasure. Thank you. Yep. We'll see everyone later. Bye-bye. To watch more of these shows, go to growthmattersnetwork.com.